This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Wednesday, July 22nd, 2020. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Boy, last night, the S hit the fan. ABC 7's news reporter Brad Bell tweeted out late last night that Chief Tim Altamar of the Anne Arundel County Police Department will be retiring effective August 1st. In an email to officers obtained by AB7 News and Brad Bell, Altamari said, I need to be able to speak my truth about who you are and not who you're not. We've reached out to County Executive Stuart Pittman, who said Chief Altamari took a divided and damaged department in 2014 and implemented more of the 21st Century Policing Task Force reforms than any Maryland department that I know of. He doubled our number of African-American sworn officers, implemented fair and impartial policing, training for all officers, and made our crisis intervention teams the best in the world. This does come on the heels of a story that the Capitol broke the other day about a lawsuit filed against the Anne Arundel County Police Department, as well as the county alleging an unlawful arrest and excessive use of force. In a nutshell, a black man was pulled over by two white police officers and ultimately ended up with the driver of the vehicle being arrested and a video surfaced of one of the officers with his knee in the neck area of the suspect. Of course, the lawsuit does allege there's differences in stories about what transpired there and As a result of that story, County Executive Pittman came on a media call yesterday morning and said, this hurts. It will hurt our community. I know it's hurting people in our community right now. And he vowed to make changes to the policy in the Anne Arundel County Police Department. He said there will be an internal investigation and it will be open and accessible to the public. It will be very transparent. And later on tonight at 6 p.m. on the County Executive's Facebook page, there is going to be a town hall specifically addressing this. It will be hosted by County Executive Pittman. Pittman, along with several people of the police department, including Chief Tim Altamare, the NAACP, and various church leaders. This does get underway again at 6 p.m. on the county executive's Facebook page. You can just search Stuart Pittman and Arundel County Executive. In other police news, yesterday afternoon at about 4 p.m., the Anne Arundel County Police tweeted out that they were on the scene of a shooting where an officer had discharged his service weapon. Now, this story is a little bit complex. The fugitive apprehension team was attempting to serve a warrant on a man who was operating a tow truck near the intersection of Church and Sixth Streets in Brooklyn. Detectives had surrounded the truck when the driver placed it in reverse and then drove forward toward a detective who did fire a single shot. That shot did not hit the vehicle, nor did it hit anybody. The tow truck did flee the scene with the suspect as well as a female passenger and headed toward Baltimore City with police in pursuit. The unidentified woman who was the passenger in the tow truck either jumped from or was pushed from the moving truck and was struck and killed by the rear wheels. The driver was apprehended just inside the Baltimore city line and is being questioned by police. And depending on whether they find out whether the woman jumped or whether she was pushed, additional charges may be filed against the driver, including murder. We will be following up on that when we know a little bit more, but kind of a crazy story out of Brooklyn Park. Sliding into some COVID news, health officers from Anne Arundel County, Baltimore City, Baltimore County, Howard County, Montgomery County, and Prince George's County have asked Governor Hogan to roll back some of the reopening of the economy. They've sounded alarms for the increase in coronavirus cases in their various jurisdictions. In response, Governor Hogan has said the situation still looks good overall for the state. He's not inclined to do it at this point. I do think he may change his mind. And he said that the number of cases have gone up in Maryland, but that's due to more testing. 
Yesterday throughout the day, he did voice his concern in tweets and in news reports. Again, my bet is that within the next week or so, we're going to see a rollback of the reopening. And finally, as we all work our way through the COVID-19 pandemic, I on Annapolis is going to be bringing you some different podcasts and different voices to express the differing and sometimes unanticipated aspects of the fight against the coronavirus. Yesterday through iTunes and a little bit later on today on I on Annapolis, we are releasing an episode where we spoke with Russell Leone, who is the president of the Teachers Association of Anne Arundel County. They represent nearly all of the 7,000 teachers across the county, and they had been calling for a virtual start to the school. School year, and that decision actually was made for them the day before yesterday when Superintendent George Arlotto said that schools would be starting virtually. So we pivoted a little bit. We talked with Russell and learned how teachers are planning to handle this in the fall, the lessons they learned from the spring, and there were plenty, and what needs to happen to return to the classroom in person for the students of Anne Arundel County. We did also speak with Russell about what sports might look like, and he said he really wasn't sure. It was sort of out of his wheelhouse, but we did hear from school spokesman Bob Moser, who said that a decision on fall sports has not yet been made. Stay tuned. We are also going to be speaking with Jules Smith and Paul Jacobs. Now, Jules is the general manager of the Renaissance Festival, and Paul Jacobs is the general manager of the Annapolis Boat Shows, both of which are planning to go on in a little bit. That episode will discuss what it takes to run a big event, what it means to the city, what it means to the county. And we do talk about the help that they're getting or not getting and what their plans are to make sure everybody is safe. So you want to make sure you tune into that. That should release a little bit later on today as well. All right, that wraps it up for us today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we are going to be updating these stories and more as they come in. If you're someplace you can leave us a rating or a review, please do that and let your friends and family and colleagues know all about us and how to subscribe. Other than that, hang tight. I've got George Young standing by with your local DMV weather forecast. He's coming up in just one minute. But first, Rick Peters from Solar Energy Services. Hello, energy consumers. This is Rick Peters, president of Solar Energy Services. Have you been looking for ways to save money recently? Maybe you should consider solar energy for your home. Or are you waiting for the technology to get cheaper? If so, how long are you going to wait? Today's solar costs less than 20% of what it cost 10 years ago. But while solar prices have declined every year, so have the financial incentives. Bottom line, if you wait for cheaper solar, you're also waiting for lower incentives. Take my home, for example. My solar system was installed in 2010, and it's been paid off for almost five years, and I no longer have to buy any electricity for another 15 to 20 years. If I waited for cheaper solar, I'd still be paying an electric bill. At Solar Energy Services, we have thousands of satisfied customers who are sure glad they didn't wait. So what are you waiting for? Sunshine's a wasted. Call us today for a free solar design at 410-923-6090 or on the web at solarsaves.net. Sunshine, sunshine, nothing else can make me feel so fine. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Wednesday, July 22nd. Yesterday was the third straight summertime scorcher of a day for Anne Arundel County, and today will likely be the fourth, as temps again climb well into the 90s. For most locations, along with elevated humidity and a chance for PM showers and storms with the same overall setup expected Thursday, before temps drop back down a bit on Friday with highs 87 to 94 degrees with clearing skies after a chance of some lingering showers and storms in the a.m. hours Friday as a frontal boundary moves through from the west, setting the stage for a sunny and fairly hot weekend with highs upper 80s to mid-90s each day, though rain chances will be little to none across the entire weekend. 
Looking ahead, next week will likely bring a return to very hot weather for the Annapolis region with highs again in the 92 to 99 degree range. So plan accordingly as we get into the final stages of July 2020. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there. Stay healthy and be safe. And be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching DC MDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores. And also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and use our website each day at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather informed. When you think of Watermark, you probably think of Harbor Queen. You know, the big white boat that sits down at the end of City Dock. But did you know that Harbor Queen is much more than just a visitor attraction? That thousands of local school children take field trips aboard it every year to learn about the Chesapeake Bay and our region's history. But that's not all you don't know about Watermark. When the Susquehanna River crested, washing thousands of tons of debris into our waterways, Watermark was there, rolling up their sleeves, helping the Annapolis Harbor Master clean up Ego Alley. And when the Annapolis Police Department SWAT team needed a boat to conduct special training exercises on to help protect our waters, they called Watermark. Watermark, making our mark. To learn more about how Watermark is here for our hometown, visit watermarkjourney.com. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.